<laughs> Holy camoli. We made it. I'm Drew here with my little sister, Ashley, and best friend, Derek. And we just got back from sneak previewing a bodacious new year that you are going to absolutely love. Ashley, before we say our final goodbyes to 1984, we have a little bit of unfinished business. Right. Uh, today, we need to explain why 1984 was the best year ever, including my brother being born that year. Mm -hmm. And then we get to reveal, reveal what year we'll be visiting starting next week and every week for the next year in, drum roll please, <laughs> clap, snap, whatever, uh. best year ever, season two. Woo. Ah. So with a new year comes new transportation. That means we're saying goodbye to our scooters and hello to our sweet new rollerblades. Yeah. Wah, wah, wah. Um, you know, I'm known, known for my balance <laughs> among, <laughs> yeah. among other things. Um, off to a bit of a rocky start, uh, strapping these on for the first time. Scooters sort of like naturally balance you out. Um, rollerblades sort of uh, encourage your legs to go in every different direction than you would want them to um, in my experience <laughs> so far but at least they're keeping us on track for time travel travel purposes um derek are you going to keep the blades or get that skateboard you were coveting I've, i'll attach the rollerblade wheels to a skateboard i just need a skateboard deck these Isn't blades... that like those um what? those new things kids have Oh, um, I forget what they're called. I know. Well, if we ever get to the winders, yeah, they have the ones with the big wheel. And then if we ever get to the, oh, um, boards, yeah. if we ever get to the 2010s, we can get like the fake hoverboards that kids have now. Perfect. Um, anyway, um, Ashley, how are you doing on your blades? Terribly. We're the, as brother and sister, we both are uh, not great at two wheels. So yeah. Or multiple wheels on two different legs. So are we going to get um, made fun of or beat up for calling them blades? <laughs> people say that or are they rollerblades? I don't know. Uh, well, I think we well, can what, just say which blades. Which style do you guys have? Because I've got like blades. With four well, wheels, there's inline skates grind. and then there's roller skates. Roller skates are four. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I imagine Ashley has roller skates because you'd look stylish. Oh, thanks. And they're easier. <laughs> well, that's why I was saying we all have rollerblades. Yeah, that's why I'm eating it. That's why I'm eating crap. <laughs> but um, we'll get used to it. Um, in addition to being able to travel back and forth from the present to a mystery year to be revealed soon, um, what other special features do they have, Ashley? What do they look like? Well, mine are specific to me. They're custom. So mm. mine are jet black, and then they have hot pink lightning bolts on them nice. because growing up i don't know if you remember this but growing up as i wanted a truck that was that style so i'm just gonna make it into a little smaller vehicle for my roller i mean your feet are vehicles now yep there you go keep on keep on trucking um i'll describe mine at a future date derek do you want to say anything about about yours before we move on mine have a little bit of pink too uh Great. from kill bill it's pussy wagon Oh. oh, aggressive. Gross. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> um, hey, that's it's from the film. It is. It's from a film. Um, so with that out of the way, 
we're going to talk a little bit about why 1984 was, in fact, for now, <laughs> the best year ever. <laughs> Ashley, what um, what made it the best year ever for you? Well, I'm going to start off a little sentimental notes, which hmm. whatever. Um, well, you were born this year. So that's pretty cool. That's news to everyone. <laughs> and then I think this podcast as a whole just brought me closer to my brother and to Derek, which I really liked this year since there's not a lot going on during quarantine. So it's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. um, we also watched a lot of movies that I would have never seen before, like Toxic Avenger, Break Into, and Break In in general. Um, yeah. And then I appreciated movies that I'd already seen before, like The Neverending Story, which is still an incredible movie. One of the cool things about this um, this podcast and our time traveling implements, and it might seem weird and limiting that they can only go back to one specific weekend that matches the present day weekend and time, but that's just how um, mechanics work. Um, but what it forces us to do is watch movies, like you said, that like if we were picking and choosing which year to travel to willy nilly we would um would not be forced to watch things like brother from another planet so um take that derek for me <laughs> it's pretty easy um <laughs> 1984 uh was it turns out the year that i discovered my love of horror movies so the podcast has brought about all sorts of you know reminiscing and looks back at like a specific era in film, practical effects, lots of things that I I find myself being really drawn to today. But nothing could have possibly been more formative than whenever I watched Gremlins for the first time. Um, I told the story about my babysitter on that on that episode, how she uh, said that as long as it wasn't as dark in my room is this like pitch black penguin toy that I had, the Gremlins couldn't come out and get me. Um, and that was just like indicative of how legitimately scared I was after watching, after watching that movie and those experiences, there's just something about horror that sticks with you. And, um, now that we got to go through the whole year, it was really, um, you know, gremlins maybe as an adult doesn't have the same effect, but movies like, um, nightmare on Elm street, the first movie that we watched for the podcast, uh, Friday the 13th part four. Um, or the final nightmare. What was it? Yeah, the final chapter. The final uh, chapter. Yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night. Um, it was a it was a great year for horror, and um, we're gonna play a little clip here that basically just brings back instant nostalgia for the year. It's just all it takes is those ketones um, and Gizmo's little coos to immediately take me back to 1984. So that's that's why I think it's the best year ever. Derek, what about you? Uh, so many of my favorite movie memories growing up, uh, seeing some of these the films that came out in 84. I was born in 86, so I saw these well after they even came out. Uh, it was interesting to see like the Terminator again, which I've I've already seen twenty or plus twenty plus times, but Ghostbusters again, Sixteen Candles, and reminded of Gremlins, 
and then reminded of the comedy and Revenge of the Nerds. So yeah. it was cool rewatching some of these these films that I grew up watching. It's just different when like you kind of immerse yourself week to week in them versus like obviously you know 80s movies and as a whole bring back a certain type of nostalgia um but like just going just seeing like that ghostbusters and gremlins came out you know within a week of each other and kind of like reliving the movie calendar as if we were you know i was the only one that was technically alive (laughs) during 1984 (laughs) but not quite processing uh, my theatrical experiences yet at the age of well actually I wasn't even alive for any of these movies because nope, you <laughs> they came out before September. Um, <laughs> so it's like, it's just cool to think about going to the theater um, in a year where we can barely do that. Um, and like what it would have been like to go see these movies in the theater and through the magic of technology and um, scooters, we got to experience them in theaters, just like <laughs> all our over the world. Did. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's pretty awesome. It was, um, and we're looking looking forward to the next the next run we have. Um, let's get into a few more specifics. Those are kind of our overall emotional feelings to the year, but uh, I wanted to call out some specific details. Um, one was that we started off the year with a, a slasher movie. Um, it was like a great way to get energized for the podcast. Um, I wrote it down here, uh, Friday the 13th, The Final Nightmare, which is why I mistakenly said that earlier, but it's the final <laughs> it's the final, final chapter. chapter. <laughs> um, so a Jason movie, uh, Corey Feldman was in it. Um, we had a lot of fun talking through the kills. Did y'all, uh, do you think, Ashley, if we had started on a different movie that we would have probably would have kept going, but you know, what was it like starting with that movie? It was great to start that way. I actually, I don't know if you remember this, but I didn't even like that movie and I still wanted to continue with the podcast. So I feel like any movie would have worked, but um, ranking of the kills was awesome. Yeah. To start exactly. that way. Um, got me really excited for the rest of the, the year. So enjoyed that a lot. Um, I also really liked, there's a lot of things from this podcast that I really enjoyed. Um, some of them were like figuring out like movies I had never heard of that I ended up really enjoying. Like I mentioned earlier, like Breaking One and Breaking Two, mm-hmm. um, and a couple comedies and stuff that were great that I didn't expect to be. Yeah, I mean, it's I was surprised by some of the movies that I had seen um, before, but just you know, like again, putting them in, in this like context of like the week to the week to week, watching them with other eighty four movies, uh, movies like uh, Firestarter and Never Ending Story held up way better than mm-hmm. I remembered. Um, one highlight for from the podcast was on the day that we were about to watch Never Ending Story, um, there was a, a pretty uh, dramatic and loud um, bang outside of my window, which was a, a car crash um, in the intersection <laughs> right below my, below my house. And um, everyone was okay as far as, as, far as I know. Um, so it wasn't traumatic in that respect but it reminded me of like how when you go to the theater um to see these movies and this was of course after we got back from the theater in 1984 and we're going to record the podcast um or whatever timeline i just messed up um, <laughs> you have these memories of like seeing in place versus just 
like hopefully the movie is immersive and you get lost in the fantasy world especially that one but like a lot of times what you remember about movies like with the gremlins example is something that happened like at the theater or you know um on your way uh, when derek and i uh, biked in seven minutes to the hollywood theater um, and he almost died um, it's probably just as memorable <laughs> as watching Hereditary, right? I do remember that, and yeah. I loved that fucking movie. I, Hereditary yeah. definitely overshadowed that. Yeah, <laughs> but I do remember it now that you you mention it. I think it poured down rain afterwards. It's just like you know, kind of these the situational uh, context in which you watch a movie is really important to to forming the memory. Um, Ashley, what are some other highlights from the year? Uh, I really like tricking you guys on my two true critic reviews in a, in a lie where I basically would just read, read critical, critically acclaimed reviews. And then I would make one up and see if I could trick them. And that was, I like doing that. I like, tricking did you get guys. us made one? Yeah, oh. I got you. I tricked you guys sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. I would either make one up or all of them or just, or two or none. You never yeah, you really know what you're going to get. Roles. Yeah. That's tricky. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, gotcha. you could just... <laughs> Um, yeah, no, that was actually really fun. I was telling you earlier that we can add some more um, game style activities mm -hmm. uh, to the podcast for next year. Um, Derek, did you have any highlights you wanted to call out? Nope. Okay. Um, we'll have some he more. Hated it. <laughs> no, no. Um, it was, you know, it was it was a good year of having interesting things to uh, review, like watching a movie. And yeah. It was nice to look forward to something. Yeah. And then talking to you guys about it. I respect Drew's uh, film critiques and history. As you should. And oh. Ashley's is also interesting, but just in a different, like, younger sister way. And you respect Actually, my um, humor, so. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't had any uh, Derek's dad's reviews for a while, but that was fun, too. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that oh, was yeah. fun. Getting, that was getting fun. his perspective on movies like ninja three um mm -hmm. related to that it's kind of been um jamie frequent guest on the show oh, i always yeah. shout out jamie dude yeah yeah hey, cheers, cheers to james yeah <laughs> um, i always loop her, her in and ask her opinion on the rank the blanks and ashley's been doing you know instagram polls and i'm sure talking to her friends about it derek and i have all the same friends so um we we loop our friend Oliver in sometimes when we're watching a movie that we think he would be keen on. Um, it's been it's been fun like a fun social experience even with people that aren't directly uh, on the podcast. So yeah, that's been a highlight for me. Um, yeah, what about I wanted to ask y'all about the some of the comedies because it one of the things that stands out to me was your reaction to. All of me, the Steve Martin, Lily Tomlin movie. You remember that, Ashley? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't know what I was like. And the clip. <laughs> mm. I, I forgot wondering. we had a clip. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to play the clip and then we can talk about it? Why, Miss Hoskins, you whore. You lascivious whore. Oh, no. Oh, yes. You're a, you're a shameless little slut. Yes. <laughs> Shut up. Talk dirty. Yeah, all of me was incredible. Steve Martin, I didn't, I guess, I don't know if I didn't expect it to be that funny, but it was hilarious throughout the entire movie. 
and Lily Tomlin was really good and Steve Martin and sharing a body and the way he acted and like contorted his body. It was just, I couldn't help but laugh the entire time. Yeah. Physical comedy, um, situational comedy in term, well, combined in the most extreme way. And I don't know, comedy is very hit or miss for me. Um, (laughs) And I was really blown away by that movie. And then uh, Beverly Hills Cop, when we watched that just a couple Mm -hmm. weeks ago, how well they hold up. I mean, there's always going to be jokes and, and, you know, maybe making fun of of, uh, types of characters that uh is not are not cool to make fun of um but like for the most part two things about 84 that held up surprisingly well are kind of the special effects because they're done um with real techniques for the most part Mm -hmm. and then the comedy uh there were i think we skipped some of the really broad um like um sleazy comedies i mean we did watch revenge of the nerds and that had some issues of course yeah um 16 candles we addressed some of the problematic parts of that movie um over time but you know for the 80s at the height of like kind of cheeseball sleazeball comedies we saw some really uh classy ones as well Mm -hmm. tap tap yeah (laughs) (laughs) i think that's all i've got uh for highlights um you good ashley yeah great well, then, I guess it's time to tune our dials one last time to NR84 for new release radio. So airy. Today, we'll be handing out our awards to some of the most deserving performers and films that came out in the year of 84, starting with an obvious choice, year's best song. That was, of course, Prince's When Doves Cry off the Purple Rain soundtrack, Billboard's number one hot song of 1984. A great track from a not-so-great movie <laughs> that we watched for the podcast. <laughs> but now, let's get on with the awards portion of our show. Ashley, no, that's when I normally transition to you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, okay, Drew's back. So I, th- I thought it would <laughs> be fun for us to, uh, since we were watching all these movies in succession as they came out in the calendar year, um, to look at two really historic runs in, at the, at the you know, cinema. So one, the first one I'm gonna call Summer Spectacular. This is when Ghostbusters and Gremlins came out the same weekend, but we watched them back to back, followed by Karate Kid. So that's yeah. a pretty killer triple feature there. Um, and then in the fall, Fall Fright, we had at the end of October, The Terminator, early November, Nightmare on Elm Street, followed by Night of the Comet. Um, so this is subjective for this award, but Ashley, what do you what do you think had the better run, summer or fall? Oh, I'm going to go with, shoot, this is tough. It is um, tough. <clears throat> it kind of comes down to your preferences, I guess. Yeah. I'm going to go with shoot, Summer Spectacular. Ooh. Yeah. Damn. You, if you look up like 80, 84 in film, the first thing that people point out is the Ghostbusters, Gremlins, um, you know, uh, 
connection that they were came out at the same time and ghostbusters would be the highest grossing movie during 1984 but now it's time for our box office wrap-up Woo! <laughs> great segue so i'm not going to do a full box office report here but can i guess during, the number one movie during the calendar year ghostbusters was the number one movie indiana jones and the temple of doom which only came out like two weeks before this run that we're talking about and then gremlins so those three movies were the top three and they came out within a month of each other so that's pretty crazy um they came out within two weeks of each other (laughs) may 23rd to june 8th so what it would turn out um you know that beverly hills cop would gross 77 million during 84 but it would go on to gross 234 million, beating Ghostbusters eventually. Damn, so nice. that was, wow, that's impressive. Yeah, it would stay in theaters for a long time, um, as movies did uh, decades ago. But that would end up being the biggest hit of of the year, um, the, of the release year. So, yeah, that's the box office report. We're gonna do news soon, but before we do, let's give out another award. We'll let Derek pick this one, Derek. Favorite good bad movie of 1984. So, Ashley, what are the nominees? Okay, the nominees are Ninja Three, Toxic Avenger, and Breakin. You cannot do this to me. Breakin <laughs> one. I guess you can have the Breakin series. Oh man, you can't do this to me because they're oh, the same man. movie. Yeah, <laughs> dancing and bad acting. You know what? Dancing. Oh man. This is really difficult. I love each of these three films, Ninja Three, in its own way because it reminds me of my old Taekwondo days, of and also just B B action films that have karate in it. <laughs> Damn! And then Toxic Avenger was really rad, and who breaking one and pick. two? Ah, oh, I've been dancing all week to breaking two. You know what? I've got to go with Toxic Avenger. Ooh, surprise! Oh, tricky, yeah. tricky. Okay. Dude, that film was very interesting. It was very, I I would want to read the comic book series after watching that. It was cool. Who, I think they did who, it really well. Didn't I? I sent y'all a news article recently. It was Peter Dinklage was going to be yeah. cast in the new Toxic yep. Adventure, which is Melvin. Yeah. yeah. So is the main character. Maybe I don't know whether they're going to have him like um, change in height once he transforms or once he mutates, but not that he has to. Yeah. Uh, that will be interesting. Um, yeah, I man, solid second though is breaking one and two. Like, oof. so you're going in um, numerical order: Toxic Avenger zero, breaking one and two, and then Ninja three. Makes sense. <laughs> Intentional. Um, nice. I actually watched. Um, side side note: I watched uh, this documentary called The Last Blockbuster this week, and the dude um, Lloyd Kaufman who created trauma studios and either directed or just oversaw toxic avenger and um all these absurd movies from from that time period was really hilarious i mean he's just this complete transgressive like anti-studio character um who was just like completely against um any kind of corporation and doing things his own way trying to be provocative so I think legacy-wise, Toxic Avenger is the right choice in terms of like they're still making Troma Studios is still making movies today, mm-hmm. um, and Canon Films 
that put out the <laughs> the Ninja movie and Breaking Two and every other Sam Furstenberg joint. Um, maybe not. So <laughs> good choice, Derek. Ashley, what is our best news of the year? Okay, a bit of a teaser. You know, you guys will figure out why later. But the 1984 MTV Video Music Awards aired live on September 14th, 1984. Duh. Um, it was hosted by Dan Aykroyd and Bette Midler. And we talked about this before, but it featured Madonna's like iconic, like a virgin performance where she jumps out of this 17 foot cake, wedding cake. Mm-hmm. And then the award of the video of the year went to the cars over Michael Jackson's Thriller. Right. Which is awful. Wanna- one of the all-time snubs or miss um miss given awards yeah mm-hmm. yep yeah that's pretty cool so 10 days after my birthday i was changed forever i mean not my birthday <laughs> 10 years after 10 days after when i was born you were, I saw you were like a virgin the first time they and i had to our forever. parents had to explain to me what what the song meant so nice yeah <laughs> ashley who yeah. are we going to crown king or queen of 1984? Um, this is an equal gender opportunity award. So we're not splitting it into uh, both sexes. Derek, do you want to read the nominees? My pleasure. It is Molly Ringwald from 16 Candles. Oh. Woo. Mm-hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger himself as Conan and the Terminator. Oh, two movies. Catherine Mary Stewart, The Last Starfighter, and Night of the Comic. Big round of applause there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, Beverly Hills Cop. We can we can clap after this clip. So. <laughs> and you guys believe that? What the fuck are you, cops or doormen? We're more likely to believe an important local businessman than a foul mouth jerk from out of town. Foul mouth? Fuck you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Round of applause. I wanted to Woo. use the strip club clip again, but <laughs> yeah, that's too. yeah. <laughs> I was going to use an identical clip too. Uh, and then the last, <clears throat> yes, sorry, Lucinda Dickey. Okay, get ready for this, y'all. Break in, <laughs> Ninja Three and Break in Two, all in Oof. one year. A huge round a lot, of applause. A lot of huge year for her. And then acting, her acting was great, right? But was it a big enough year for her? Yeah, I don't know, Ashley. Um, well, let, I'll let you pick this one. So explain your thought process, and then give your answer because I don't know, you know, what you're gonna base it on. Okay. Um. So Molly Ringwald, I don't think she's a strong contender just because I like Breakfast Club and other ones that she's in better. Mm. So I'm not okay. gonna choose her. Um. Arnold Conan, he's a terrible actor. And Terminator, he was fine. Uh, okay, well, okay let me just stop you here um, <laughs> this again this isn't best performance but you can interpret it as such if if that's what you want to make the main criteria i mean it's an iconic year for him being um you know like introduced to the world as conan and then of course the terminator which is a performance that people you know constantly reference today so if you're, if you, that's fair. Uh, I said you Thank can you. pick if you want to judge it on his acting ability. It's interesting. It sounds like I can't, we're not the I Academy, can't pick. We're not the Academy Awards here. So, <laughs> did you, yeah, let... yeah. you let me talk? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, Catherine Mary Stewart. So, before this, I'd never seen The Last Starfighter or Night of the Comet. 
Mm-hmm. And I think she's a great actress. So I thought she did a really good job in both of the movies. Um, yeah. And then Eddie Murphy, as you guys just heard, he like stole, like this movie was just made for, it wasn't even made for him, but he did a great job in it. Um, oof. And then Lucinda Dickey was in all the movies. Yeah. Um, so that's a little a hard contender. I'm actually, so I was at first leaning towards Eddie Murphy because he was incredible, but mm-hmm. he was only in Beverly, Beverly Hills Cop. And although that was the highest grossing movie of 1984 after 1984, I'm going to go with Catherine Mary Stewart. Nice. Hmm. I love that choice. I knew you would. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like, yeah, Eddie Murphy will have more opportunities in the future to celebrate him potentially. Mm -hmm. Um, And this was a launching point for him. I don't know. It's not like Catherine Mary Stewart stopped, stopped acting, but these are night of the comet had to be her peak. I mean, yeah. for me personally. Um, yeah. And I thought the connection, I probably harped on it too much, but the connection between her playing the girlfriend of a video game um, stud in uh, Last Starfighter and then her being really awesome at video games and Night of the Comet, <laughs> I, I don't I don't even know if I researched if there's if that the was intentional. Mm-hmm. But that I mean, good. it's a connection that's that undeniable. Cool I just connection. don't know if it was a coincidence or not. Anyway, I thought that was really cool. Well, she wins 84. So good job, Catherine. Good job. Um, We need like a sound effect, Derek, um, for when someone wins. Ah. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) Ashley, you you started Ashley. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That sounds very uh, celebratory. Um, (laughs) Not a different Vittori. This is an important award. So probably the most important yeah. award, most 84 movie. Hmm. Um, after much debate, we've been ranking uh, every movie that we watch on a scale of one to 84 and keeping track of who's in the lead. Um, but before we even name the first couple movies, I figured we could just play the clips, the soundtrack clips from them, and they'll be pretty obvious ready for the second one that's three synthesizers going on Mm -hmm. ready two different vibes <laughs> Still rad. So currently our top three is Beverly Hills Cop with an 85 out of 84, <laughs> Terminator with 84 out of 84, and Night of the Comet with 83 out of 84. Oof. We reserve wow. the right to reshuffle this any way we, we so choose. Um Toxic Avenger, Nightmare on Elm Street, Ghostbusters. Um which I included a clip from, but I don't know that we need to play that, um, is also in the mix. I mean, yeah, there we go. Yeah, you've heard that before. So, Ashley, uh, do we need to reorder this in any way, or did we nail it the first time around? I think we need to reorder it a little bit. Oh, okay. Explain. I still, I think Ghostbusters should be higher. 
that's that was kind of my inclination i mean if you just think of 84 in the the cast the song yeah. the city yeah i the mean the wardrobe the, yeah the soundtrack like it's i feel like that i feel like ghostbusters is top three material so that'd be my only reshuffling is to move ghostbusters but, up we're only going to pick one, so I agree. So let's let's we have a final three of Beverly Hills Cop, Terminator, and Ghostbusters. Well, let's throw let's make it a final four since Night of the Comet sneakily won um, the mm-hmm. Queen Award. I mean, do you think Beverly Hills Cop should uh, have an eighty-five? Well, should it be? Is it more eighties, more eighty-four than Ghostbusters? I mean. It was fresh in our minds, obviously, when we when we first did this. It's funny this this exercise is almost like we're we're building new nostalgia for things we've already experienced in the in just yeah. in the past year. <laughs> so it's like we were nostalgic for Breaking One by the time we watched Breaking Two, mm-hmm. um, and now I'm kind of like, at the time I wasn't as blown away by Ghostbusters or even Gremlins as I thought right, it might right. be, but. But mm-hmm. now thinking back on it, I'm like, it's better what? than 16 Candles, in my opinion, which, oh, it is. Yeah. By one yeah, point. yeah. Barely, yeah. though. Karate yeah. Kid, though, Karate Kid get an 81 in my book. Well, we don't need it. We're not, but we're not but who's, doing the whole I, list. I, I just, no, I know. Yeah. I, I think we should just give everything an 84 that's on this list. No. <laughs> Would be the point of that. <laughs> just, no, to, just to have them all tied, and then we choose the number one. Well, <laughs> well we're just choose the number one right now anyway. Yeah. Um, well, but everything else ties anyway. So anyway, so <laughs> anyway, I'm trying to, I mean, narrow it down. If you just want to pick randomly from the whole list, then sure. I think it's between Ghostbusters and actually, I think it might be between Ghostbusters and Terminator for me. Fair. Beverly Hills Cop was great, but I would know it's an 84 movie. It's just, uh, this was my favorite thing to say throughout this segment was like, I have certain expectations for what I want of an 84 movie, like mm-hmm. horror movies just rank higher for me because that's like the genre that I associate with it. I'm with you in the fact that like Terminator and Ghostbusters, the sci-fi fantasy elements mm-hmm. of those feel more 84 to me than Beverly Hills Cop, which could be a cop movie from any era. If you take out the Eddie Murphy factor, yeah. which is a huge factor. Don't get Which me is wrong. Like seventy I mean, points of that. Yeah, he's 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 everything uh, about that movie, and the soundtrack also mm-hmm. gave it high marks. Okay, so Ghostbusters or the Terminator for the most eighty-four movie? Whew. <sighs> I, I mean, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna Terminator for pick. Me, dude. I don't. I don't know. I've got. I've, I'm, I'm biased. Terminator for me. Nice. All right, I'm saying Ghostbusters, Drew. Terminator. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Terminator is the most 84 movie of 84. Yeah, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it's cool. it's probably the wrong answer, but like that. That just there the is technology, wrong... the acting, like the, just it was a wild film to be created in 84. Yeah, for me, we're not just trying to be contrarians, but it's like if I'm if we're being true to ourselves, like if we're surveying 100 people on the street their ghostbusters is going to win but it's yeah. like terminator means more to me um than ghostbusters so and terminator it is movie of the year okay Woo, that was that was <laughs> intense <laughs> yeah. actually um we did ask our instagram 
followers for their input. Not that we used it. Um, what was <laughs> what, what best eighties movies we submissions did we get? Um, well, they weren't all from eighty four, so we just did eighty. So we had sixteen candles, Top Gun, Goonies, mm-hmm. um, Ghostbusters was on there, but that's okay. Um, but yeah, those were like the top couple. Okay. Well, it's interesting that sixteen candles got noted. I think when we went into the year, that was one of the movies that we thought was going to like define the year, the year, you know, mm-hmm. John Hughes movies, Ghostbusters, and then, you know, kind of like, uh, iconic horror movies or something. So that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, now we're going to do a fun little meta segment where <laughs> each week we pick a topic inspired by the movie and submit personal choices to rank in a very scientific fashion. So for the end of the year, we're going to rank our favorite rank the blanks. <laughs> um, Derek, ah. you get it? Does, you, does that make sense? <laughs> yes, it makes sense. It's hard. It's hard to keep up, but I've been involved with it since the beginning. Yeah. So I get it. Um, Good luck to Ashley, our listeners. What was your favorite rank the blank of the year? My favorite rank the blank was the most talented movie nerds or outcast. Mm. Um, so that was from the Revenge of the Nerds episode. So we had like Troop Zero with Christmas, seeing the David Bowie um, song, which won our Rank the Blank. Then we had Little Miss Sunshine, Donnie Darko, Mean Girls, and a bunch of others. But you can play this little clip from it if you'd like, Derek. So that is obviously from Little Sunshine with Ab- little Abigail Breslin playing Olive. So yeah. that was my favorite one because we had to listen to really cool talent show scenes and watch them and just relive them. So that was my favorite of the year. That was fun. Um, the oh, yeah. On a similar note, the Rank the Blanks, you know, this is a podcast after all, an audio format for now, Derek. Um, <laughs> but it is it is always fun when they have a strong musical component which is why for mine i chose best original theme songs named after the movie with this slammy was, at the same time good job okay. yeah i know that's my specialty my <laughs> <laughs> superpower <laughs> this was inspired i believe um not by footloose which is a movie that we started this podcast like we two weeks after footloose came out so we missed that um and we never could get our scooters to go back in time to see it but they don't like Kevin Bacon so it's fine but yeah he did he they it did get a shout out when we were going through these so um some of our nominees were Ghostbusters from the movie Bad Boys Footloose Superfly and then of course this one yes oh, yeah. <laughs> what about this from breaking too <laughs> probably yeah no <laughs> so how is that not our hype music every week that's so good <laughs> so good before we start recording the podcast every week we we let we take turns picking hype music that could easily just be the, be the hype music be the every hype time <laughs> permanent song um <laughs> so that was mine derek what's uh what's your choice so my best or my favorite rank the blank is best movie car because there's a ton of them 
but yeah. uh, this was spawned by when we watched Repo Man. But what was the car in Repo Man like a um it was Chevy a Malibu or something? No, it was a I thought it was a van. No, it wasn't. No, it was a it was a little it was okay. like a lame sedan. I think it was, it was a seventy one Impala. That's what well, I, that's what I said. <laughs> but that's that's fine. That's not the one you picked. With um But also one of the contenders was Cheech and Chong's Impala. That broken down smoker van. Anyway, uh, I think it, yeah, we, we had we a decided or I decided on the DeLorean. And right. You're gonna have to tune in because this is the first time the DeLorean has been introduced to the world. So it's gonna be <laughs> about thirty-five seconds. Ooh. Oh. Sounds cool. Listen to that. Yeah. That background track. It's coming out of. Uh, Ooh, revving the engine. Yeah. You can hear the smoke. <laughs> Marty McFly is looking at it. Door opens. Ooh. Who comes ah. out? Marty, you made it. Yeah. Welcome to my latest experiment. This is a big one, the one I've been waiting for all my life. <laughs> oh man, just one of the greatest moments ever. Yeah. Um is that the one that we ended up picking no. for the win? I wonder. I don't oh, okay. Think so. Um so <laughs> Derek did though, so it's fine. We have our last rank the blank of the year. Aww. Ranking the years, rank the blanks. <laughs> so oh, no. we always start with um Derek's first. No. <laughs> <laughs> hey, did I did I fuck something up there? No. What do you mean? Oh, okay. No, no, I, thought, no, no. I thought it, we went way out of order. <laughs> no, we're just ranking the rank. Now we have to rank yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, mine wins. No. <laughs> we're ranking the, the rank, order now. The so yeah. uh, we hear your argument that yours wins. Okay. Um, and we counter that with, right. gotcha. I don't know. Actually, I mean, we've, this is uh, unlike the movie ones where we're all like, picking very personal things this mm -hmm. one we were all we all we're all a part of all of these so yeah. we've all got skin in the game what um i'll just let you go first i mean what do you think the order should be ashley sure um so i listened to i re-listened to mine today the one that i Ooh. selected the most talented movie nerds and we seem to have a lot of fun with it um the entire time mm -hmm. and then mine won for troop zero so <laughs> okay that's important so I want to pick that only because there's like so many different, like even like you doing um, Sparkle Motion and Dying Darko. And then mm. there are a couple of just different ones I didn't even think about when we went to Frank the Blank. So I'm still sticking with mine for the best. And the to, if you're being honest with yourself, um, yeah. <laughs> hopefully you are. I am. You yeah, don't I can think tell she is. you don't remember having more fun doing the song one? I because okay. I feel like that was the one that we actually all had the most fun doing superfly ended up winning um that's I'm pretty right sure. i'd have to so i guess my i'd have to re-listen to it because i did listen to mine today because that's when i selected and we did have a really good time i but from your selection of just talking about ghostbusters mortal kombat and i love mortal kombat mm -hmm. um i still think the songs in mine are better okay if that's the direction you want to go um where it do you is. put Derek's? drew Jeez, let me where do you put mine opinion. actually I'm sorry, Derek. I don't care about cars at all. <laughs> Come on. Uh, I, I will point out one thing. Like, we've changed the format of Rank the Blank over yeah. over time. And for best movie car, I think we had about a million options. Yeah. Um, Good. for theme song, 
we had about Adam, nine. You've got more theme songs than there are cars in movies, by the way. No, no. We had a list that oh, went on. I'm just on, saying like, in general, like. Well, yeah, this but is, for this. Oh, for this. Okay. Okay. Best original theme song named after the movie. All right. The list I'll, is actually I'll take not... third place as long as I get the DeLorean. That's for sure. sure. Yeah, you can cool. have a DeLorean. All right. That's yeah. what I'm going to use next year. Just Jack, ruins you your also, Christmas present. You, yeah. You From a week ago. <laughs> um, you also have to, I guess, Derek, you have to decide because Drew's not going to budge on his. And I'm not going to budge on being. I'll go third. It's fine. Uh, best movie car is pretty straightforward. Uh, original theme songs named after the movie is a bit more creative in a different way. But also, oh, so Drew's first. Sorry. What? <laughs> yeah, Drew, Drew gets first. Uh, I agree. Fine. Theme songs. Of course, you agree. Ooh, <laughs> moving on. <laughs> theme songs, movie nerds, and then movie cars in that order. Ashley. Yes. You'll at least you'll get the final word. That's true. With your reviews from the year. <laughs> Why don't you just explain what you're doing here? Okay, I will. All right. <laughs> what are we doing? So I picked out a few um, Ashley awards from like throughout the year of all of our different podcasts. And I'm going to read them out loud and you guys have to guess what movie they're from. Some of them are really, most of them are very obvious, but I think they're the best ones that I read out. So I'm going to read it and then you guys guess what movie it's from. Okay. Fun. Yep. Okay. Comets coming to Cali, creating chaos and crumbling night of the carcasses. Comet. Yeah. Night of the Comets. Let's do okay. Jeopardy style. Okay. Well, true ready? one. Okay. Ready? Melvin murdering mobsters and mopping them up. Revenge? No. Toxic Avenger. Nice. That's oh, that's I was gonna say Revenge of the Nerds, but I ah, anyway. Um, Freddy's Freaky Fingers fucking friends up for uh, real. Freddy's uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Freddy's Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> this um, is now really competitive. Okay, exercising exorcisms and expelling evil. Um, Children of the Corn. Oh no, not uh, Ninja Three. Oh, Ninja Three. Nice, Derek. Yes, yes two two. Okay. We All good. Right. We good. All right. The last one. And I have to finish the whole thing before you shout it out loud. Okay? I mean, I'm, yeah, I shouldn't I be reading. I'm ready. Okay. Light, bright, out of sight with that star power might. All right. All right. Gremlins. Starman. Star. Damn it. Gremlins. Was it Starman? Gremlins. Yeah, Starman. <laughs> this is. You put, you okay. Star in the top. 120,000. <laughs> so those were awards that, I mean, uh, reviews that you used throughout the year. Nice. Yes. Yeah. For different episodes. Yep. Drew won that round. At what at what point did you mix reviews with your alliterative awards? I don't know. I have no okay. idea. <laughs> I'm not what sure where that changed. Um what else you got? So I have a Ashley review of the year overall, summarizing all the movies we watched, kind of. Okay. okay. Let and me guess. Can we guess how many words are in this title? No, because it's kind of like a poem. Well, I was going to say like 58 words. <laughs> oh, sure. Did you just count them? <laughs> no, no, no. Okay. The year overall. <clears throat> what a year. There was gore, a boar, a comet that soared, a rotating floor, gruesome war, synthesized scores, <laughs> a talking heads tour, and never ending stories to explore. What more could I ask for? Thank you, 1984. Can't wait to see what our next year has in store. Mic drop, Aww. podcast over. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Thank you, thank you. I tried to get like a lot of the movies in there. So I mean, I, thank goodness you got Razorback in there. Well, you know, <laughs> that was really. I never would have watched it without. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like um you could have said what are birthdays for or something. I mean, 
okay, 16 Drew. candles, my birth year. But other than that, Sorry, I wasn't focused on you this time. (laughs) That was a beautiful, beautiful wrap up. Um, Thank you. Next year, you can look forward to that podcast right there where Ashley dropped the fucking mic. That was good. (laughs) Well, I mean, don't you want to find out what year we're going to next? Yeah, of course. Derek. I mean, Derek. Uh, uh, No, I already know where we're going. We had to, I, I had to help set up those new uh blades that's right <laughs> blades so other aside from that beautiful poetic wrap-up by ashley there's one other parting word that we wanted to give uh 1984 go out with this message oh. tell me again how to say goodbye kiss me Tell me you love me. I love you. Oh. <laughs> Derek's crying <So>, again. <laughs> everybody. I, I, I did cry the first time I saw that. Uh, everybody want to say goodbye? Oh, Goodbye, no. 1984. Bye, 1984. We'll come visit you someday. Yeah. Maybe. We'll be back. Aww. Maybe. Maybe. Okay, well, thank goodness. Moving on now. I've got a new voice this year. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Murder. Let's turn our dials to a mystery station in our oh. blank blank and see what's playing. <laughs> wow. Uh, I don't know if we can work with that for the rest of the year. Next year. We can work with this, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, your first clip. Pump it up. Pump it up. Fuck yeah. Okay, another more. um another candidate for hype music. A little more get the party going on the dance. Going on the dance floor. <laughs> Ashley, New Jersey, that um, two years in New Jersey just came out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, real quick, um quick background on how we chose our most exciting best year ever for season two so the things that we looked at how high are the highs what the week (laughs) to week value is um keep in mind you know when we were going week to week uh in years that that you've gone to the the movie theater there's not always a great movie to see so we're trying to pick a year that's got really awesome movies but also consistently cool movies week to week and a year that has our kind of movies um i would explain that as ones that we have a personal uh history with or ones that are just kind of um you know in my case obviously i like horror movies in ashley's case uh, no in derek's case he likes breakdancing movies <laughs> ashley what's your what's your like favorite style of movie Oh, I like suspense thrillers. Okay. So I'm sure we got some of those. Mm, yeah, a couple. <laughs> we factored it in. Um, and then we wanted to make sure that it was jam packed with pumped up jams. So in cool pop culture events. All that said, Ashley, don't say the year. I'm not, I'm not. Ooh. Let's say the decade. I don't want to ruin anything. I want to say the year. We, well, okay. I mean, well, I just figured we could narrow it down real quick 
to the five years. Okay. The five year window. Nineteen nineties. Yeah. So, whoop whoop. As you might have noticed from the blades, from the MTV call out, which of course existed in '84, but became very popular in the early to mid '90s. Um, and then pump up the jam. If you know when that came out, then you already know what year we're in. But we went, we did our homework. That's all I wanted everyone to know. We went through all five of these years, wrote down every single movie that we thought was cool, and, and then TV we evaluated it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're going to throw in some TV premieres. I'm going to throw in a few 2020 new releases that tie into the 90s. Um, so we're doing the 90s. We're doing a specific year in the 90s, Derek. One year, the whole time, week to week. <laughs> Ashley, do the honors. We're doing 1990. Sound effects. Boom. Yeah. So we it's not gonna be like we we wanted to make the transition from 80s to 90s not too extreme, but don't worry, there's going to be a noticeable difference in the movies from 84 to 90. These will be movies potentially, actually, that we watched more um, mm-hmm. when we were growing up, for sure. Same for you, Derek. Um, like, maybe not when they, maybe not in theaters, but we were probably um, renting them and watching them, you know, frequently. Oh, yeah. Um, either when they came out or, you know, a couple years after. These are more our, like, childhood nostalgic movies, for sure. Um, we each picked a few movies um, from the year to highlight and just get um, just tease a little bit of what's to come. Ashley, do you want to should we just like take turns? Should sure. we just go in in order? No, We're I just want to list out a couple the ones that we highlighted. Oh, OK, so name 50. I'm really excited for Pretty Woman. Ooh, Pretty Woman. It's a good one. Always. What about you, Drew? Are we going back and forth? Yeah, Nightbreed, which is a movie. I picked a movie, um, a couple things that I haven't seen. So this is a horror movie um, that comes out in February. Oh, nice. I've got Derek? a good one that can start us off. Tremors in June. Ooh, yeah, that's going to yeah. be good. So the second movie we're going to be watching this year is Tremors. Um, yeah. Ashley, what else you got? The Witches with Angelica Houston. Or I Angela just Houston. remade that. Which I didn't watch because I heard yeah. it wasn't very good. But the original is very good. And I used to watch it all the time as a kid. And it's terrifying. Yeah. That comes out in August. So late summer. Um, in April, uh, for Ashley's birth month, we've got the premiere of David Lynch's uh, iconic TV show, Twin Peaks. Drew's so, favorite. Yeah. It premiered with a two-hour TV movie, basically. So we'll be watching the premiere of Twin Peaks we will not be skipping the Lynch movie <laughs> in this year. Um, Derek, what do you want to call it? Back to the Future 3, baby, in May. May? We're, you're really dancing around the Ooh. biggest movie of the year. <laughs> is Which it arachnophobia? Is. <laughs> yeah, it is for us. <laughs> um, uh, so Back to the Future Part 3, but we have a Part 1 of a three-part series that I think Wait. people will be interested in. Oh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? Yeah, Never heard yeah. of it. That rings a bell. Dude, yeah. D- great year. I'm so glad we picked this one. 
Me too. I cannot yeah, wait so- to watch that. That's going to be one of my top two, if there's yeah. such thing as a top two. Ashley, do you want to <laughs> do you want to say one more? I'm going to say Misery because I've never seen it. And I'm pretty yeah, excited to watch Misery it. Misery in November. Um, and then also in November, this will be the last one that we tease. Derek, uh, this one you've also heard of. Oh, I got to go back to October. Night of Living Dead. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> but we'll go We'll go back to November. Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Home Alone. Yeah. Good one. Um, good one. Christmas is just in our rearview mirror uh, a week ago. And so people have probably been watching this movie but it'll be fun to well it's fun to watch it every year (laughs) (laughs) um it'll be it comes out a week after child's play too so derek will um be going on quite the the ride there (laughs) i mean just looking at november i mean i'm not worrying i can read them all off but we've got another we've got silent night deadly night part four dude yeah Mm -hmm. rocky Rocky five (laughs) edward's scissor hands come on yeah, there's Peter a lot Garden of good Com- our our boy. Yeah. Yeah, this is going to be great. It's it's going to be an awesome year. So, mm-hmm. 1990, here we come, which Woo. means we have our first movie to uh tease in coming attractions for next week. The stars have aligned somehow and we pick up season 2 of new release in similar similar fashion to where we started season 1 with a sequel as part of a beloved horror franchise. Great. Some tales are told, then soon forgotten, but a legend is forever. Never seen this version of the play. Leatherface, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw Massacre 3, rated R. The most controversial <laughs> horror film ever starts Friday, January 12th. Ooh, yeah. Oh. January 12th. That is when, um, on a Tuesday, we will be releasing our podcast from now on. So tune in January 12th. How excited are y'all for 1990? Really, really, really Ooh. pumped. Yeah. 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 If you want to be in the queue for that first episode and all episodes to come in new release season two, best year ever, 1990, you can shorten <laughs> that title any way you please. Just subscribe to the podcast by searching new release, best year ever in Spotify or Apple or anywhere else you get podcasts. Goodbye, 1984. Oh, goodbye. Hello, 1990. Hey! Good riddance. <laughs> Not really. I'll be going back to 1984 when you guys aren't around. I'll be charging my blades up. Don't get stuck. Make my day.